It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Green and Growing into the 8 o'clock hour. Good morning. Ashley Frasca with you here on 95.5 WSB. If I'm not mistaken, it's leap day. So we have an extra day this month. And this is show number five for me. So you all have been awesome, very supportive, very encouraging. And I'm still having a great time doing the show, which is good because I only have five under my belt. I probably need like times 20 more of that by the time this is all said and done. So this is an adventure. This is a lot of fun. We open the show today with me being just out and about and talking to you all, talking to your communities and things like that. And uh, Keep Marietta Beautiful, that was a great group of folks in the Georgia Forestry Commission that I've had a couple of events with. So if you want to go back and listen to any of that and spoke to Eric Erickson earlier, of course, a, a host of Atlanta's Evening News right here on this very station and a political commentator, had a gardening talk with him. So uh, Monday morning is usually when all of that stuff is current on the website on wsbradio.com you can go back and listen to the show and you can also find green and growing uh green and growing with ashley frasca i think you have to type in the whole thing on spotify google play and the podcast app for apple products and things like that so pretty cool so brian are you into podcasting and all that i mean you can just get audio everywhere yeah, no, it's amazing what you can do now. Right, yeah. yeah, you can listen to a whole radio show on your computer. Who knew? <laughs> so we're talking landscape design, and I'm so glad right before the top of the hour you covered, you know, we, we want to consider Pike customers who are in-town folks. Mm-hmm. We're like, I don't need a whole landscape overhaul and design and installation. So the other options for them, just a consultation where mm-hmm. Pike Nursery Associate comes out, and then pick and plant, too. Yeah, That yeah. is always a good option, too. Like those gardeners who are maybe aging a little bit or some have some kind of disability or just maybe recovering from a surgery. I know what I want. I just can't physically plant it at the moment. Y'all come do it for me. Absolutely. And we have a lot of people that are just busy. Yep. We're all busy. And so, you know, if you can have someone come do it for you, then uh, that makes a, a world of difference and we do it well. So we're being respectful of your time and also of your wallet too, yes. um, because there are so many, unfortunately, companies out there that maybe they're not trying to scam you, but they just simply don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So can you talk to interactions you've had, Brian, with some of your customers who have maybe had bad experiences and had, quote, landscape designers come out, and it's just not what it's supposed to be? Yeah, no. And a a lot of times I get folks that, um, you know, maybe they're landscaper, good intentions, and you know, not terrible ideas, but it's just not the right plant in the right place. It's not maybe the best quality plant. It's the cheapest, um, you know, thing out there. And, you know, maybe there's deer in the area and they didn't take that into, into consideration and, and things just get burned up because mm-hmm. the shade plants in full sun or, you know, a, a, a plant that's not deer resistant is out there where, you know, Bambi is grazing nightly. So yeah. um, it helps to have one of us come out and meet with you on site and, I can't emphasize enough how just having a designer on site goes a long way. And we're really um, emphatic that you, you're there. I don't want to be there if you're not there. Right. Because I need to get your brain dump. I need to know everything that you're thinking because uh, you've been looking at this property for however many months or years. So um, having someone like us with our knowledge and experience come out and walk with you on site and really start the process goes a long way. 
And there's no job too small. There's no mm-hmm. job too big. Some of the larger jobs could even encompass with landscape design and installation through Pike Nursery, outdoor living spaces. I mean, it could mm-hmm. get big, folks. We've got outdoor patios and fire pits and furniture. I mean, the store Absolutely. sells outdoor furniture. So yeah. all of that. We're here for your your whole lifestyle. Um, and, you know, the no job is too small. No job is too big. We can handle pretty much anything. And, you know, the design fee is three ninety nine, and there's a, a rebate on that. You know, once you purchase over $2,500 material with an installation, then your design fee is, is rebated. So there's no, you know, it's kind of a, an, an easy way to get that money back. Yeah, so three ninety nine is kind of where you start, and you have someone like Brian, a landscape architect, drawing out a design plan for you, and then coming back to you a week and a half, two weeks later, being like, here's what the plan is. And, I mean, they think of everything for you folks. They obviously, you know, they're giving you the uh, the the flowers and the, the tools and things that they're putting in the design, but also the mulch and the fertilizer mm-hmm. and all the, you know, periphery kind of items that you think, oh, yeah, I'm going to need that too. Yeah. I mean, you it needs a finished really polished look so y'all do everything yep and aftercare so Mm -hmm. when i do an install and we're done with the install i will give my uh my clients a just a one-page sheet of here's what you need to do water wise here's how often you need to water throughout the year fertilizing here's some basic guidelines for fertilizing so we you know we put a a great product in the ground and we do it really well and then we want to set you up for success as well so you're pleased with it three years down the road and, and um, you know, enjoying your garden instead of having to struggle with it. And you save all your receipts, too. And I'll tell you why from Pike Nursery. I do. I have a garden, a, a garden bench and I have a drawer there and I save all my receipts because y'all have that lifetime guarantee on mm-hmm. trees and shrubs. Yep. So whether y'all plant it, whether I just bought a couple of blueberry bushes and I plant them. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I know how to generally maintain them. But God forbid something go wrong or they die in a couple of years, just unexplained. Right. Bring that back to Pike Nursery and there's a lifetime guarantee. No one else is going to do that. Nobody has a lifetime guarantee on trees and shrubs. Yeah. yeah. So all, all kinds of insurance for you folks here when you consider landscape design and installation through Pike Nursery. 404-872-0750. Hey, Nancy in Atlanta. Good morning. You're on Green and Growing. Good morning. Um, I have a very large backyard. It's about 3,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. And right now it has covered in weeds and it has a lot of swells and dips and one side's up a lot higher than the other side because it's on a natural hill. Mm-hmm. I want to have that um, leveled out and plant sod. Mm-hmm. Now what, where I'm having issues is um, two companies have told me that they have to build retaining walls all around the side and the back of the yard. It backs up to DOT land. Mm-hmm. And another guy told me that I don't have to, and I don't want a wall. I don't want walls. I'd rather have a natural slope and just, you know, put the grass on the slope also. And I don't understand why I can't do that. Why are two people telling me I have to have retaining walls? And one guy says, no, that's what you want. That's what I'll do. Uh Well, it it all comes down to where does the grade begin? And then where Mm -hmm. do we need to meet up with existing grade at your property line? Um, and so if there's steeper slopes, then that's where a wall might be uh, a better option because then you gain more flat space for your turf grass. It, mm-hmm. it really comes down to what your big end goal is. If your biggest need or biggest goal is to have a big flat area for dogs to run, kids to run, that sort of thing, then mm-hmm. 
walls might be necessary. If it's not, if it's just I want it to look a little bit better, then you can um, sacrifice some of the property to build slopes in and you take away from the flat space to, to have the, the slopes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the flat is where you have the grass. And depending on the uh, the percentage of slope, typically I don't do grass on something that's over a 30% slope. It's too hard to mow. It's too hard yeah. to maintain. It's just too steep. So, right. Well, they're all telling me that I need anywhere from three to four foot of dirt on one side to make it level with mm-hmm. the other side. I want to make it completely level. Mm-hmm. And I guess I just don't understand why, you know, you're driving around and you see all these hills, these really large hills with grass all over them. Why I have to have a wall? Why can't the grass hold that three or four feet up? It might be possible for it to. Um, and that's where design helps to come into play because we put it all on paper and you know what you're getting and you know what we're recommending. And, and you know, a design is something that holds us accountable. You know, it's, it's our, you know, this is what we're going to do. And you can look at that design at the end of the day and say, hey, um, that's not what happened. You know, there's always going to need to be site adjustments, but um, that's where a designer can can certainly help. And I would imagine, Brian, so many of your clients have so many of the same issues that Nancy's sharing with us right now because mm-hmm. Georgia is so hilly. I mean, literally, your lot's on a flat lot, and then your neighbor right up the hill is like literally three stories above your house. I mean, just right. the elevation changes in, in Georgia are crazy. But how often do you guys have to do that and literally bring in trucks or bags of dirt to level off areas is that pretty common sometimes it is no it is it's very common especially when it you know like i said it all comes down to the the end result and what you want out of the space so if you want it totally flat then yeah we might need to bring in five dump trucks worth of dirt and uh, you know regrade a site to get a, a spot level the things that we have to take into account and consideration is in that much grading where's the water going yes you know, are you affecting somebody downstream? Um, and, and how do we account for the water and, and the, um, the drainage? Um, so there's a lot that goes into it. But yeah, it's not uncommon to have a lot of grading done to create a flat space. And I'm sure there are ordinances and that type of thing, A, depending on your neighborhood, and then it gets as large as the city. Mm-hmm. And then also taking into account, like Nancy's got, you know, DOT property or folks that are up near the lakes that have, you know, mm-hmm. DNR property too, right. as to what barriers need to go at property lines and things like that. So Nancy, you're definitely best having a further conversation with a landscape architect who may know all of those contingencies versus just a landscaper being like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm required to do that. You know, mm-hmm. you just want to make sure. So thank you so much for the Call. We welcome your call, 404-872-0750 to Green and Growing. Brian Albini from Pike Nursery, their landscape design and installation. So much that you could ask Brian about things that you're wanting to do in your landscape. We want to inspire you to get those done this spring. So call in now. We'll be here to answer your questions till 9 o'clock. You're listening to 95.5 WSB. Scott Slade here on your WSB Weekend. Enjoy Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca and Dave Baker's Home Fix-It this morning on 95.5 WSB. The WSB News Team, meteorologist Kirk Mellish and I will be here Monday morning with Atlanta's Morning News. Here's Ashley. And we're back on 95.5 WSB, slowly getting warmer out there as you're waking up and enjoying your coffee. We're hovering around 39, 40 degrees on Peachtree Street. It's only going to get up to about 51, 52 in some areas around Metro Atlanta today. Finley Roofing sponsors your weather update here. It is going to be sunny, though. It's going to be a nice day. If you're crazy enough to get into downtown Atlanta with all of the events going on down here, it is going to be nice to walk around, just bundle up. 
And then uh, sunny all day, lows in the low 30s. And then tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds, some clouds come in for sure. But it's going to be a little warmer. Highs hovering around 62 and lows around 45. So Kirk Mellish is going to have your complete weather forecast coming up in 10 minutes on 95.5 WSB. So, Brian, we're talking landscape design and installation and really kind of three tiers of services that you all offer to customers. Landscape and design, full installation, all of that. The design mm-hmm. fee of three ninety nine to to design that space. Mm-hmm. And then one step maybe down would just be the pick and plant, you know, someone who knows what they want and they want an overhaul, but they're going to do all the labor themselves. Mm-hmm. Y'all, you know, help them pick out the the plants and the amendments and all the things they're going to need yeah. in that. And then consultation, just yep. someone's time to lend an ear from Pike Nursery to come out and really listen to, you know, a gardener's woes and kind of ideas they have and just do a consultation for right. them. Yeah. So now let's get into kind of the things that you think about, too, that you have to keep in mind at a customer's house, we've got a couple of minutes. Five tips for landscape design, just what you all are taking in and what mm-hmm. the customer should know about that space. Yeah, so uh, one of the first things that we look at is what's the sun doing? You know, what's our, our our sun shade? Is it full sun? Is it getting, you know, part sun, morning sun, afternoon shade, which, you know, that's, that's what everybody, that's the gold standard. We would all love morning sun, afternoon yeah, shade. Yeah, that's ideal. Um, so we, we need to know our sun exposure and, and yeah, we're able to kind of assess that on site, but it does help if you have some concept as to, yeah, my backyard gets blasted in the afternoon. So that helps. That's something we take into consideration. You know, another tip is is to, to have a foundation piece. Uh, maybe there's, um, you know, a tree with some sentimental value that you want to work around. And it's just like designing a room in that way, you know, so... You take that foundation piece, and that gives you a starting point. And then you can, you know, work in front and back, and 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 uh, make it look a little bit better, and, and kind of draw your eye towards that uh, foundation piece. Um, one thing that I really like to do is is repetition. Um, I tend to like mass plantings. I tend to like to have repetition within the garden. It kind of eases your eye and things don't feel so it's not jumpy. so busy, right? Exactly. Yeah. It kind of uh, relaxes you a little bit. So, you know, having, you know, maybe there's three or four spots where you have the same shrub or the same perennial um, that, you know, kind of draws your eye. It ties everything in together. Um, and then the opposite of that, or not really the opposite, but, you know, another tool is contrast. You know, and contrast can be color. It can be, you know, having a, a purple oropetalum and, um, you know, a kaleidoscope abelia or a Japanese anise, uh, but it can also be uh, contrast and texture. I talk about matte finish and uh, glossy finish. So having a glossy finish of a holly and matte finish of a, a conifer in front of it, there's contrast there, even if they're both green. And even on a smaller scale, too, potting plants, you know, pike is really good when you go into the nurseries about the fillers, spillers, mm-hmm. and thrillers, like the different heights and the different textures and yeah. things, what looks nice in a container together, but y'all take it to a larger level. So we'll get back and finish that list. Five basic tips, things to think about for landscape design, and your calls and your questions for the expert here on green and growing. Stay tuned to 95.5 WSB. Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. 
Here we are, just a half hour left of Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB, really having fun with guests in studio. I've been blessed to be able to do that with you for five weeks now. So today, Brian Albini from Pike Nurseries Landscape Design and Installation. You're a landscape architect. That's mm-hmm. you, you know a lot of stuff, and you went to a lot of schooling <laughs> to be able to do that. That's right. So you talked about civil engineering and then just kind of how you're... Um, career has changed and you get to deal with customers through your week and you get Mm -hmm. to be outside it doesn't get much better than that no it's a dream job yeah and i have a lot of customers that say oh gosh i wish i had your job yeah Yeah. and you get to have creativity Mm -hmm. and just fun and you know someone else who does that i know someone else and you may know her too mickey gasaway good morning how are you really likes being outside and really likes customers right Absolutely. Really like my job. Yeah. Fun place to work. I mean, Brian, too. Like, y'all are just grinning ear to ear. And when we did that Learn to Grow session, you know, with Absolutely. Pike Nursery, y'all love what you do. And that really comes through when you go into a Pike Nursery store. You guys are experts, but you're having fun at it. Mm-hmm. That's right. If anybody else is interested, we're still hiring people for spring. So stop by your neighborhood nursery. We'd love it. That is a fun job. And all ages, it too. I mean, you could get the high school and college age kids in there yeah, and yeah. learn them yeah. up or some of the older they have folks. have to be 16. Okay. Yeah. okay. yeah. No, no 14-year-olds need not apply. No, Wait a couple no, of years. no, no. So, no. Mickey, you always come on here and we want to reveal to folks the Pike Pick. It's time for Pike's Pick. What you need in your garden or home this weekend. Brought to you by your local garden experts at Pike Nurseries. So, well, yeah, I, I, yeah. Heard that I, I forget <laughs> that we have music for you now. How I lovely forgot. is this? Yeah, so da 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 da. Here you yeah, are. Yeah, and today it's Dianthus. Love those mm. little um, flowers. Oh, they're beautiful and they smell good. Um, most of what we sell are perennial. We've got some biennial ones, but the perennial ones actually stay green in the winter time. They're sort of a, most of them have sort of a gray, gray blue foliage. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Almost, they're like a ground cover. They're not something you want to walk on, but it's, it's, and then they've got these beautiful pink or red flowers or sometimes white flowers. Yeah, on top. They're beautiful. Folks that aren't really into annuals, you know, like they're having to pull up their their bedding flowers every year, like, you know, the pansies. We still have a a little bit of time left with them. But Dianthus is a really good choice Mm -hmm. and a very low maintenance. Like I've got them in the edge of a bed that goes up against my back walk going up to the back deck. And I mean, I don't have to do like, you know, when they're blooming, of course, I deadhead them. But just knowing that they're going to come back next year is Mm -hmm. is really a good feeling. Like I don't have to get back out there and re- reinvent the wheel in that bed with, with dianthus for sure. Right. A good thing, if you want them to rebloom, sometimes you can cut them back mm-hmm. when they start getting, the stems start getting a little bit taller, cut them back, and a lot of times they'll rebloom. So that's good, too. So how do, when I go into Pike Nursery, what am I looking for? How do I buy dianthus? Are they in trays or individual pots? Or? They're in individual pots. They're in four-inch pots or in um, gallon pots. Okay. Very good. And you can look, and I noticed we do have some Sweet William out there, which is a biannual, an old-fashioned biannual plant. And they all smell good. That's the one thing they have in common. They smell like cloves. Oh, Love I've them. never gotten down close oh, enough like to them carnation. to smell. Oh. Same family as carnation. There you go. And they like full sun, right? Full sun, about six hours a day for most of them. They'll go in a little bit less than that, but they'll be happier in full in real well-drained soil. That's the key to the perennial ones is just having them in real well-drained soil. So everybody knows the way you can check if your soil is well-drained or not. Why don't you look right now? 
because we've had so much <laughs> rain. So, tell, oh my gosh, if you've got a, an area that's low and soggy and muddy still after all this rain, maybe Dianthus isn't going to like it there too much. Well, if it's unless it's the lowest part of your yard, a lot of times you can add some soil, um, some planting soil or something like that to raise it up. But if it's the lowest part of your yard, you can't. The water's got to have some place to go. Yeah. All right. So, Dianthus uh, yeah. being the pike pick for the weekend, what does that mean? Yes. That means if you go to the register, you say, this is the Pikes Pick. Give me my 20% off. <laughs> Please, and thank you. Yeah, yes, thank you very much. <laughs> so, and that usually, typically for most of these Pikes Picks, folks, that means that they run through the weekend. And, and they're for right. all customers, but we kind of give you the insider scoop here on Green and Growing. So through the That's weekend, right. Saturday and Sunday, right? That's exactly right. So we've got Brian here and Mickey giving you the Pikes Pick. A lot of information to take in, but one place where you can find all of it. At pikenursery.com, but let me mention one more thing. Yeah, of Can course. I, have yes. I got time? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to tell you that we've got some more classes. We've got a, a rose class coming up today. That's and right. next week we have our Super Strawberry Saturday. That, that came up so that. fast. Holy cow. I know. Gee. Wow. And so that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. So, And we've got lots of other classes coming up in um, in March. And, of course, you and I are going to be at Milton next week. I get to see you. I had not person. mentioned that. I'm so glad you reminded me. Yeah, they're letting me out of the cage and into yeah. the public, which is kind of a scary thing. But the Pike Nursery <laughs> in Milton, that is a beautiful store. Brian and I it were talking about beautiful. that store earlier. And our friend Joe Lample lives up that way and, and heads to that store a lot. So, yeah, we will be live from 6 to 9 next Saturday. Right. And you can come and even we'll feed you. Ooh. Yes, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A and Windward Parkway providing 100 chicken biscuits. So there will be Ooh. like lines out the door to be the first 100 <laughs> people to get that biscuit. Well, save one for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, thank you, Mickey. I look forward I'll to seeing there. you. I'll see you next week. All right, you too. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Gosh, I'm so glad you reminded me of that. Like, I just get tunnel vision being in the studio. Like, oh, yeah, I actually don't have to come here <laughs> next Saturday. I get to go closer to home to, uh, to the Pike Nursery in Milton. So that's going to be fun. And, Brian, if you find yourself that way, stop by. Get some breakfast. Have some coffee with us. I can't turn down a chicken biscuit. <laughs> Who can, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not from Georgia if you don't like Chick-fil-A. It's what good, is that? Good stuff. So we talked about uh, landscape design and installation and kind of the process where you are one-on-one. -on -one. You've got the time with a designer and an architect like Brian who's working with you and also talking about, you know, so many of the jobs go beyond, you know, what your employees can do necessarily and how you staff that with certified landscape partners. Like mm -hmm. if you need people to pour a driveway or mm -hmm. a walk or just maybe, you know, some big bulldozer type equipment to rip out juniper and things like that. Y'all have partners that you work with that you trust right. that can help you do everything from start to finish. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The way we do that is we, we do all the design work and we've got these certified landscape partners that do all of the installations. And these are companies that we've vetted and that uh, will do the, the work in the way that we want it done so that we can uh, meet our high standards. And, you know, we provide such great plants that you know, the old adage is, you know, a, a five cent plant in a 50 cent hole. Yes. So you've got to have the holes right and you have to have the right amendment and uh, starter fertilizer. So uh, we do our best to, to make sure that all of our partners are, are installing it the way that we want it installed. So you are not alone in this process. You have an army of experts and an army of folks that are helping you with your landscape design project, big or small. Peg from Tucker, you're listening to Green and Growing. How are you this morning? 
Hi, Ashley. Doing fine. All right. So we've got some some space in the woods that you're looking to clear out, maybe do some paths. So what's your question for Brian? Yeah, well, Brian, we already ran this by Walter uh, on his last show. Uh, I found some plant matter, Mm -hmm. and it looked like it was a rose. Mm -hmm. And it was about six or eight feet tall. Right. Uh, And uh, then I was describing it. And I said, well, it has tendrils on it. Mm-hmm. And Walter told us that um, that was an uh, indicator that that was not a rose because it had tendrils on it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, we cleared out the land when we were looking around trying to put our path in, and those tendrils were coming from Greenbrier that was growing up there at the same place. Mm-hmm. So I think I have a six or eight foot tall rose. What do you think? Yeah, and mm. I mean, just the challenge of removing that, right, Peg? What do you do with it? I mean, it's... it's. Uh, what, is it something that you want to keep and work around, or is it something you want to get, get rid of? I don't know what color it is. I don't know. I don't know what kind it is. I don't know what color it is. I don't know what to do for it. Mm-hmm. So in those instances, I, I usually say it has very little value. Oh, yeah. If it's not something that you're not interested in, you don't know what to do with it, you you know, you're not it doesn't pique your interest, then you know, the landscape value is very low and, and let's just get rid of it and clear it out and and get something that you like to see. Now and that's not something necessarily just coming in and kind of removing things like that or clearing out areas of English ivy or, you mm-hmm. know, something like that. That's not necessarily a job for Pike, but right. it is something where we started that one of those three tiers we talked about where you can at least have someone like Brian or mm-hmm. a Pike associate come out and look at things like that for you and recommend to you how best to remove nuisance, things like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if it is, you know, you mentioned a path, if it is something that you want to design a woodland garden with a path in there, then we can come out and do that design for you and get, you know, lay out the pathway and, and what maybe some native plantings or some blooming, maybe some native azaleas or, you know, other plants to go around the path. Um, and then, you know, from there we can, we can, you know, do all the demo and clean up and, and build the path and um, get you, get you cruising for spring. And a landscape architect, again, folks, is so important because they take into account things that you're not even thinking of. They're not just clearing the land, building a path, and away you go. I mean, they're thinking of slope and structure and Mm -hmm. area and environment, runoff. I mean, all those things that they're paid, their brains are much more highly functional than mine, to really take all that into account so that it's going to be a project that lives on for years to come, even maybe once you've moved on, right? Absolutely. Yep. 404-872-0750. 404-872-0750. Jeff up in Cobb County calling from Kennesaw. Good morning. Hello. Hey. Hey, I got a question. I got a question about um, I have existing house, probably 55 years old, probably existing oak trees all through there, and the original driveway went right through the middle of these oak trees. It's a blacktop paved driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to move that to another side because we're going to move the driveway to the other side of the house. All those old oak trees, probably as old as the house and, what, 40, 50 feet tall, if I remove that driveway carefully, will I damage the roots? Yeah, I've been looking online trying to find the information, and a lot of times it's something where if you put a driveway over existing roots, you can damage or hurt the tree. What mm-hmm. if I remove a driveway? Does that so hurt the tree? That's funny, yeah, Jeff. You're kind of going in reverse from what mo- most folks do, but uh-huh. Brian, I'm sure you've seen things like that. Yeah, and it all depends on how you remove it. So it might be something that you want to remove a little bit more delicately than you would a driveway that's just out in the open, where you can just bulldoze it and, and run a... Uh, um, uh, bobcat or something over all those roots. 
Um, this might be something that you want to uh, do a little bit more delicately with the jackhammer and, and take pieces out and and uh, not get too tough on compacting the earth underneath that driveway. Uh, but those, you know, those tree roots have been there for a long time and um, they'll probably stand up to, to a good beating, especially if afterwards you, you know, you, you take care of them. And something that arborists really advise against, Jeff. And if you did need a closer look, a certified arborist really mm-hmm. may be a good idea as well. GeorgiaArborist.org is where you would find that. But uh, one thing they definitely do advise against, though, is cutting into those roots. Like, yes. truly, you, you don't know which ones are the main roots and which mm-hmm. ones are important to the health of the tree. So, yeah, jackhammer, I mean, that may be an, a great idea of just doing it piece by piece. Yeah, it oh. may, may cost a little bit more. but um, And then with a certified arborist, you probably want to have someone come out there and maybe treat the roots and, and do some injectables into the earth to help uh, spur some new growth and just help the health of the trees. Labor-intensive, but great things to be considering. Thank you so much for the call, Jeff. we got to hop out and check traffic and weather, and we'll be back with some final thoughts. Brian Albini from Pike Nursery after this on 95.5 WSB. It's Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on 95.5 WSB. The news, weather, and traffic team will be here first thing Monday morning to help you get back to work on time and informed. Now back to Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca on 95.5 WSB. USB, Atlanta's News and Talk. I've got a lot to cram into a few minutes here at the uh, final minutes of the show. So Finley Weather, or Finley Roofing, sponsors the weather. Your update today, it's only going to get high around 50, lows in the 30s, but it is going to be bright and sunshiny today, if sunshiny is a word. Tomorrow, some clouds coming in, a little warmer, high around 62 and lows in the mid-40s. And want to give you an update really quick on some things you can be doing today. Green, green and growing. Ashley Frasca's top three things to do this weekend. Try to sprinkle this throughout the show for you to empower you to not be overwhelmed what you can be doing in the landscape. Number one, watch the peach tree buds and start a spray regimen. Those of you who have home orchards know this. You're spraying for scale and mites, so many pests and so many diseases as well. So a thorough application and coverage with some kind of horticultural oil that's essential. And then cutting back the foliage of your Lyriope, of your monkey grass. Now's a good time to be doing that so it's nice and green over the spring and summer. And thirdly, fertilize peach trees right now. A good one-pound application, 10-10-10, broadcast evenly around the roots. And as they become more established, second-year, third-year peach trees and things, you want to increase the amount of fertilizer that you use. But now is a great time to be doing that. So Brian Albini in studio from Pike Nursery. We've got a couple of minutes here. You've been such a good resource to really lay this out for customers from start to finish, how you all can help be so interactive and then achieve their dream and landscape design. So leave me with the final thoughts. You know, we covered how people start with you and you draw up a design and things like that, but all of your work, how that's kept and preserved and you empowering the customer. Yeah, absolutely. No, from start to finish. And then, yeah, at the end of a project, we'll leave the customer, the, the our client, our homeowner, uh, with a packet of some, you know, very brief and easy to follow care instructions. How often do you need to water? Um, how long do you need to water after the project's been installed? Uh, when do you need to fertilize? And then, you know, to, to the other end is, is we have, um, uh, you know, all of our stores are a resource for yes. you. So please go into the store. If you see that, you know, one of your new plants is starting to develop some spot or some yellow leaf, Bring it into the store and let us let us help you. We're your, your neighborhood garden center. We're here to help. So go to the store and talk to them about the landscape design and installation services and meet Brian. Or there's another way of how folks can find you as well and read more about your services. PikeNursery.com. Oh, yes. Right? Pike, yeah. PikeNursery.com. It's a great resource and we're always updating our website. So 
You'll see um, tons of pictures and things like that on there. And, and you can even sign up for landscape design on the website. That's cool. Okay, yeah. so they can start the process just from their home computer right there. Absolutely. This right. morning. Brian's definitely someone you want to meet, so I advise you to do that. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Helping our listeners out. We're going to do this again. Thanks so much for listening to Green and Growing on 95.5 WSB. I will be broadcasting live next Saturday with Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery in Milton. I hope to see you there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.